1: Alright guys, welcome back to the Establish the Past podcast, presented by Punch Points. I'm your host, with with me as always, my co-host Dylan Reagan. We are here to jump into our picks for week four of the 2022 NFL season. And uh, Dylan, um, having not looked back at our picks from last week, I know there's one in particular we're going to talk about here in a minute uh, with my team that I had going to the Super Bowl that did not pan out exactly well, uh, but uh, we will talk more about them in a second. But let's jump right in because we got a lot to get to um and a little bit of a tight schedule so let's jump into the games of the week uh usually we have one or two we're gonna have two this week and there are probably three or maybe another you could even add to the mix several good games here on the slate but uh my pick uh well i think we both just kind of unanimously decided the bills and the ravens and the chiefs and the bucks are going to be the two games we'll add in here as our games of the week Uh, the bills are three point favorites on the road against the ravens um to me dylan this is a game where i think the bills kind of bounce back after losing that game to the dolphins hard for me to look at this even the schedule the way it sets up having to go to, to Baltimore to play Lamar Jackson and the Ravens I just I don't know why I just can't anticipate this Bills team losing two in a row um, so I, I think they bounce back here but this should be a fantastic game
0: yeah they're missing a lot of their secondary obviously against the Dolphins a lot of guys with heat exhaustion just so many little things that happened in the game where they still could have won uh, they you know they basically limited the Dolphins to three, uh, well, one was set up by a fumble, but really two drives the whole game. The difference really was Miami converting touchdowns, a lot of times settling for field goals or even turning the ball over on downs, uh, one of their uh, red zone trips. Yeah, I think they respond, even with all the injuries they have it's gonna be. Pro- I'm guessing the weather's gonna be a lot uh, cooler than it was at least in Miami last week for them. Still think the Ravens are a really good squad and have a chance to put up some points. But yeah, these are the two teams right now, both in the top three of DVOA, both projected by Dave from Football Outsiders, which kind of takes into account early uh, stats and like tries to be like, all right, we know that right now the DVOA numbers look a little crazy, but let's take into account also our projections. They're projected with a mix of those two things, how they have played so far and looking ahead to be the top two teams in football overall. So I mean, this yeah. It's definitely an easy game of the week. Picking the Bills, but I think the Ravens keep it close and never consider this as a possible locker by any means.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. This should be a lot of fun and should be a good fantasy game uh, for those uh, two holding those quarterbacks in particular. So um, Chiefs at the bucks uh, the other game of the week. Uh, the Chiefs, one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in Tampa. Um, I guess on the biggest question here, we're recording this on Wednesday, is uh, you know in terms of kind of what this looks like from a – I don't know, like just a, a setup standpoint, obviously, with a hurricane and that kind of stuff. But, yeah. um, you know, I think game-wise, these are still two of the teams that certainly uh, I think are still two of the better teams in the league. Bucks coming off a loss, um, you know, kind of looking at where things sit here. I, You know, I picked the Bucks to win the Super Bowl, but um, I just, as I said, I think I may be underselling the Chiefs a bit. And I think with what we've seen from the Chiefs thus far, I, I think they go on the road and win this game. I feel like they have a little bit more firepower right now um and again this is another one that should be great but I'm gonna give the edge to the Chiefs here
0: yeah I'm giving the edge to the Chiefs too I think some fluky things led to their loss mostly the kick not having their kicker and obviously the status there plays a big role in what ultimately might uh happen in this one um I, I should have probably beaten you know just not being able to it probably should have Justin Reed keep kicking instead to be honest with the way that he looked before yeah. but uh, Tampa, I mean, their defense has been amazing, obviously. And they shut down the Packers for a large portion of that game. The defenses in that game overall were the story um, uh, with Tampa Bay. But, I mean, their offense has not looked good. The Chiefs' defense has not been as – it's been better than uh, I probably thought it was going to be going into the season. We'll see how it continues to perform over the course of the year. But right now I it just it's it's tough watching the Tampa's offense with all the weapons that have been out and where this game is going to be and all those different factors. I'll go with the Chiefs winning. It should be an interesting game, maybe a little lower scoring than uh, some of the matchups we've seen with these teams before but i think kansas city at this point i trust a bit more than tampa with that offense
1: yeah i was gonna say i feel like it is a game probably a little lower scoring than we would expect i don't think we're seeing a 35 28 type game between these two right now um we'll see how it plays out but yeah two fantastic games here's possible games of the week uh onto our betting locks where i don't think this is going to be a fantastic game at all uh, the the patriots at the packers um, the packers are 10 point favorites in this game in Green Bay. Dylan, I didn't even think twice about this. I looked down the board. You heard me. I'm like, all right, I'm going Packers here. You know, Mac Jones out uh, for the Patriots. I think that was already a team that offensively just did not have a lot to, to start with. Brian Hoyer seemed like he's probably going to be the, the starting quarterback there. And I just think going on the road against this Packers defense, I just don't like to set up for the Patriots.
0: Not me either. I think it's, it's setting up well for Green Bay to take this one. I think, you know, they're Run defense has not has been maybe one of the parts uh, where it's been a little bit lacking early on. Uh, Tampa Bay not able to exploit that the same way we saw at times the Bears do. So maybe New England gets some things going, but they know they're going to have to run without Mac Jones in, in particular. So, I think they load the box up, make thing Maybe they don't play in their exact kind of you know, scheme that we see from Joe Barry with too high and uh, kind of playing playing that shell over the defense. I think they probably challenge Brian Hoyer a bit, and ultimately, yeah, just at this point with New England's defense, I don't trust them as well. The, the Packers have ran the have run the ball insanely yeah. well. New England right now, early on again, but 29th in DVOA uh, in rush defense. So I think Green Bay finds a way, uh, you know, covering, I think they can and should, or at least get to that 10-point spread. And depending on where you look, it might be more like 9.5, so you might get that extra little edge. But I think, yeah, the Packers definitely the pick here to win the game. All right,
1: your betting lock of the week, the yes. Seahawks at the Lions. I mean, well, let's be honest. Think about where we've gotten to, that the Lions have become a betting lock in terms of them winning a the game <laughs> by any set of points. Um, but they are 4.5-point favorites at home against the Seahawks here, and, and this was the other one I thought about as well, so I'm not going to, blame me at all because I, I think this is absolutely a possibility here uh for this one the lions have looked very good um you know again you talk about a team that probably feels like it should have won last week yeah. i think they feel that way against the vikings yes uh but it's clear that they have gotten a lot better as a deandre swift fantasy owner i'm not loving what i've seen thus far in terms of jamal williams is just getting all the all the
0: important oh, carries no. it
1: seems <laughs> uh, you know it looks like swift may be out but again they have jamal williams who has been really good so I don't know how much that stops them here. I'm kind of with you. I think the Lions win this game, and I wouldn't be surprised if they win it by a touchdown or more.
0: Yeah, I just don't at this point, Seattle, trust uh, that their offense is going to be able to keep up the production. inside. the defense has not lived up to what I had hoped in the early going outside of, you know, just some things, kind of weird things that happened in that game against Denver. And as we've seen, Denver's offense hasn't exactly been uh, the most encouraging unit overall. Since that game, Seattle, you know, dropping these last two, I'm I down on them. I think special teams wise, that's probably their one strength here. And the thing is, Detroit's defense hasn't been great. And I, and I know they're probably still going to give up some points here to Seattle, despite uh, Seattle's offense probably not going to keep the production it's had uh, going the whole year. But I, I just, yeah, it, it, like you said, it's crazy we've gotten to this point. But I really do believe in Detroit's offense and that offensive line. They're just mowing people down. And even, no matter who, if, even without Swift, like you just mentioned, with Williams uh, uh, they've just they found a way to to run the rock and Jerry Goff for large portions of games has been pretty good because his offensive line has been really good and um, I don't see Seattle giving them way too many fits so yeah I think Detroit finds a way to win and then it was ultimately also just not a you know the early on in the the first three weeks as you know if we look back over the years of this podcast and looked at our records with our picks of the first three weeks this is probably at least for myself the slowest start. I think there's just a lot of weird things happening, a lot, just trying to understand some of these teams a bit better. So the Lions, one that I maybe have a little more faith in what I'm going to get on Sunday, especially at home, um, I think, yeah, they're the pick here for me. Jared Goff has become my sit-it and forget-it quarterback <laughs> in the family league. So that
1: tells you where the Lions offense is now. If I have that much trust yeah. in Jared Goff helping me defend my fantasy uh, family league championship. So um, there you go. So that kind of uh, is something there. So, all right, our upsets of the week. Uh, mine's going to be the Browns at the Falcons. Uh, the Browns are one-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. In all honesty, I think the Browns are probably the better team, but I don't know. The Falcons have not looked, I mean, they've been right there uh, with chances, I guess, in for the most part yep. in every game they played, right, to this yep. point. Um, and so I think getting back to Atlanta, maybe that gives them an opportunity here. Um, and, and, yeah, I'm going to take a chance on the Falcons here. I think this is, again, one of those games probably is kind of a coin flip to me. Um, but i you know the falcons are another team that i think has been much better than i would have expected to this point
0: yeah absolutely i i think i did actually pick them last week to win on the road one of my few upsets that actually went right and this one i'm going with the browns i, I think it's still a coin flip game to an extent though from your to your point like the falcons have played really good football they've you know could be easily three no. they could also be on three but uh the browns also a team that that's the same kind of thing they've uh, kind of fluctuated uh, between, you know, could be they could also be three zero, and um, it, without even without um, Deshaun Watson so far, Jacoby Brissett some impressive throws and some good performances from guys. Amari Cooper is the first Brown since Josh Gordon, like 2013 or 14, to have back-to-back 100 yards games. I mean, that just kind of shows they weren't able to do that with Odell and Landry and some of these other guys they've had. But, yeah, that offensive line is rolling. I think their defense is still going to get better. They've still had some miscommunications at times against Pittsburgh. I do worry about how that will uh, impact them against Atlanta. I think it will be a pretty high, you know, going into the year, if I looked at this game, I wouldn't have expected necessarily a high-scoring affair. But the over-under, 49-and-a-half, I would go over on that because both defenses ranking pretty low DVOA-wise early on offense is both top 10 so uh whether that maintains over the whole course of the year i don't know but i think there'll be some points in this game i'll go with the browns at the slight edge maybe Cade york uh comes in there makes up for that missed extra point against the jets and drills another game winner for them
1: all right you're upset the bears are the giants the giants three and a half point favorites in this game i thought about this one a lot too i i, I think three and a half probably i think the bears covering the three and a half is probably one of the better picks for me of the week in terms of betting but I don't know. This is another one. I think it's pretty much take your pick on which two of these teams kind of you, you feel like are in the best spot to this point. I picked the Giants, but uh, you're going to go with the upset you're with the Bears. Yeah, I,
0: it, the spread was a little high, like you mentioned. The, the Bears are, as it's not, you don't need advanced stats to tell you that this team has struggled to pass the ball, but they've run the ball insanely well. Um, and I think that winds up fine in this matchup against the Giants who have not defended the run well early on overall as a defense uh, projected by Dave to be the worst defense by the end of the season um I, I just a kind of a game where I, f- I feel like it's going to be ugly low scoring enough and I think maybe the Bears have played a style of football where they've Even though Fields hasn't looked pretty bad in the last game against Houston, I think they put him in spots where he's not throwing the ball a lot, as we talked about on um, last week's episode with the the predictions. And uh, sure enough, um, I think that puts him in a better spot overall as a unit. I think their defense maybe carries them enough, forces some turnovers. So I'll go with the Bears to get the upset win. Like you said, uh, maybe, though, if I was really betting, it would just be on the Bears to cover. That, That extra half point really makes a big difference in this one, I think.
1: All right, to our quick picks, the Dolphins at the Bengals. Uh, Bengals, three and a half-point favorites in Cincinnati here. I think, you know, Dolphins went off to a fantastic start, Dylan, but I think this is probably a spot for the Bengals to kind of come back, flex their muscles a little bit, uh, really get back on track after finally, you know, getting their victory against the Jets. Um, I just think it it probably sets up nicely here, but here's another game that I think could, you know, this is another one we could have put in the conversation of game of the week. Like, this is another one that um, we just kind of see how both teams started, and this is kind of a fascinating matchup.
0: Yeah, the Dolphins having to travel early uh, with uh, Hurricane yeah. Ian down there in Florida. Uh, that all that their game also just them and the Bills took everything out of each other. That was such an amazing football game, but it, it felt like a playoff game. It felt the guys were mentally, physically exhausted, and you wonder on a short week. The Bengals meanwhile went up, took care of business, got back on track with the offense rolling against the Jets. I just think maybe get they get some home cooking with a little better set up there the pick but i and also to his availability obviously it sounds like he cleared concussion protocol but he still has ankle and back injuries that he sustained in the game so whether he plays whether he's at full strength i think those things make a difference i do think miami's defense has been pretty dang good um i do worry about some of the turnover. Uh, uh, some of the plays were early on, um, Burrow at, in the first two games at least, a little turnover prone. That offensive line has not performed insanely well, so we'll see the Dolphins, I'm sure, bringing a lot of pressure in this one. But I, I, I trust them enough to, to get the win. I wouldn't pick this, obviously, as a as a uh, cover for sure, though. That three and a half, again, a little high for me, I, I and I'm maybe still underestimating the Dolphins. I, last game was a big prove a game. If this game was on Sunday, maybe I'd take a different pick, and I, if I was a little more confident, two was availability. But I'll go with the Bengals.
1: Vikings and Saints in London uh, could be wacky. The Vikings are three-point favorites in this game. I mean, again, because this is in London, I don't know how to properly gauge. The, yeah. These were like the final two teams we picked to make the NFC, mm-hmm. I think, in the playoffs. Yep. But right now, I don't know what to make of either one of them. Just yet, like you said earlier, I think it's just still trying to figure out who these two teams are. But I'm going to take the Vikings. I, I have no idea how this game plays out. But um, that, that's just confident and, and as I can be maybe about this one
0: yeah it's the the more interesting matchup will be Minnesota's offense against the Saints defense on the flip side it's going to be I don't, I don't know what to expect Minnesota's defense hasn't been fantastic early on outside of uh, the Packers game uh, obviously New Orleans' offense just terrible and uh, their best defensive performance game in a game where against Tampa, where we've seen them struggle against other teams. So I don't really know what to make of them yet. Special teams for for New Orleans has been a problem early on. I think Minnesota is a better team, so I picked them. I, it's a, ESPN's football power index has this slightly as New Orleans fifty one point or sorry fifty one percent favorite. So really I pick them by their standards. Um, but I just I feel a little better about what Stefanski's got going. I know they easily could have lost the lines, probably should have if the lines. Uh, did a couple more things, didn't, didn't go for that long field goal at the end there. Maybe that, t- that result turns out differently, but I think they have more in them, and I I, I don't know if New Orleans' offense can do enough to, to keep up.
1: Commanders at the Cowboys. The Cowboys, three-and-a-half-point favorites uh, there in Arlington. I Honestly, I don't, I don't see any reason to pick the Commanders here. We saw what kind of it looked like against the Eagles. This is a less powerful offensive team than the Cowboys, but we saw them get a, a big boost of momentum beating the Giants, so um, I'm going to stay on the Cowboys' train here and pick them to win another uh, NFC's matchup here.
0: Yeah, the Commanders probably should be 0-3. They probably should have a lot of mistakes that uh, Jacksonville has quickly cut out, and we'll talk about them soon and how dominant they've been. But um, I think Washington, yeah, both sides of the ball, they have just been so bad. And the thing is, like, even though Dallas uh, right now is still a conservative offense, they can run the rock pretty well. They've actually kept up okay there, and their defense has played very well for the most part uh so far this year so i think those factors i just overall think they're a better football team and you got at home even if it's in washington i'd probably be picking dallas here
1: titans at the colts the colts three and a half point favorites as well here uh our afc south matchup that i still i mean look i have the colts beat the chiefs the titans beat the raiders but i'm still again with these two teams too i don't know yet what they are like i feel like we're still learning where the titans and colts are going to be you know a month from now and um, I don't have a great answer to that. So I'm going to pick the Colts here. I just think, you know, get a little boost coming off of that. They're at home. Uh, if this was in Nashville, I'd probably pick the Titans, but I'll go with the home team here and pick the Colts.
0: The Titans have found a way to win these games, and I'm still uh, still trusting a little bit more in Mike, in Mike Vrabel. I know last week I picked them to fall to 0-3, but I would have probably even potentially picked them to win this game regardless. I think they've kind of had Indianapolis' number. Indy's offense looked awful. They it took yeah. a lot of special teams issues for Kansas City to, to pull that one out. I wouldn't. chalk that up to them playing insanely great football the defense for Indianapolis looked pretty good I think you know Gilmore makes some plays and overall with that defense maybe that's a strong point for them over the course of the year Right now I'll go with the Titans and what could have been my other upset. I just uh, had to choose between talking about this one or the Bears-Giants a little more. So I wasn't a, a – well, I guess you could say uh, neither of those are a great choice at this point.
1: <laughs> well, Dylan wanted to pick the upset in this next game, the Jags at mm-hmm. the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles six-and-a-half-point favorites at home. I think that number's high, um, all things considered. But um, I'm going to go with the Eagles in this one. I, you know, again, we know, we've seen what they've been to this point pretty – pretty remarkable um what they're able to do offensively um and you've got another team who's coming off of just a complete obliteration of the chargers uh and they will not lack any confidence heading into this one as well so this this will actually be another kind of sneaky under-the-radar game-of-the-week type possibility here between these two.
0: Yeah, at the moment, Buffalo, Jacksonville, Baltimore, Philly are the top four in DVOA, so this is another top four yep. matchup, even if Jacksonville eventually is projected to fall down to more like 12th. I mean, right now, that that division pick in the AFC South, they look like the best team through the first three weeks, and it's early still, but they they figured out some things on offense, and the defense is cooking a little bit. They've got some interesting things going with their scheme and how they've used the young personnel. The guys are stepping up. But Philadelphia, I mean, I just my for all the picks I've not been correct on in the early going with the actual games. I did say to everyone eight and a half win total for Philly over the summer was a yeah. steal, to, and even nine and a half once it went up. Uh, it's looking great so far. Uh, didn't predict them to look this good, but man, yeah, they're they're just a complete football team. It's hard to pick against them, especially at home. But man, th- this would be a, a crazy statement for Jacksonville. I think it'll be one of the p- low key games of the week. Um, that yeah. you know, between the two of these, I don't know how many people uh, from what I looked at, five hundred six sports, their their maps for like where the games are at. It's really only going to be broadcast in the Jacksonville area and Philadelphia. So not a lot of people will be watching this full game. But I think it's one that I'll probably be watching the the, the full uh, game highlights and a condensed game after the fact because it should be a lot of fun just Philadelphia right now too much of a machine at home to pick against
1: well we always talk about red zone and I don't sense that this next game is going to be much of a red zone game the Jets <laughs> at the Steelers uh, the Steelers are three-point favorites in this one I'm going to pick them to win this one um, again I don't I don't know this is kind of another one where it's like yeah I don't know what to expect from this one but I can't say I'd be shocked if it's not exactly uh, one of your red zone specials here, Dylan.
0: <laughs> no, probably not. Um, I think Pittsburgh just so far has been okay um, uh, You know, with their defense, uh, a lot better than the Jets at least, and uh, obviously missing T.J. Watt still, and we'll see how that impacts them going into this one. Uh, I, I just think, that, yeah, I don't really trust the Jets yet. I know they... They eke out that game in Cleveland. It took a lot of crazy, wacky things to happen. But overall, um, they're, they've they played okay on offense uh, for the most part. But I think against Pittsburgh, they're going to run into some more issues, maybe some more turnovers. So, yeah, Steelers are the pick.
1: And then there's the Chargers, who are five-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against the Texans. Yes, the <sighs> Chargers that you're truly picked to um, make the Super Bowl. I am backtracking as quickly as I can. after You just don't lose by four touchdowns at home to the Jags. That's what the Chargers did, and I told Dylan I was even questioning picking them here against the Texans. Um, this is a low-key upset alert here for me. I, I almost went the other way to pick the Texans. Yeah. Um, I would not be shocked at all. We talked about late season last year. Uh, Texans just gashed the Chargers uh, with a running game. So hopefully that will not be the case again if you're a Chargers fan. I'm going to pick the Chargers, Dylan, but my confidence in them is, is Quickly starting to go in the opposite direction.
0: It is Wayne for me as well, but I, I, I you know, attest uh, as much as Charger fans are really upset and as they should be with what happened on Sunday against the Jaguars, I put some of that up to Jacksonville being a pretty solid unit at this point with where Doug Peterson has brought in that team. Even if they're not a top tier team, I think they're definitely uh, the best team in that division, as we just mentioned. And I think the Chargers in this one bounce back. Um, I think they're just too, they have too much talent to not. I know that Joey Bosa placed an IR and They've had a, a you know a lot of injuries. with Sean Slater out for the year. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough over the course of the season for this team. But I think they're just too talented. I, I you know I, there are some reports from Daniel Popper, the Athletic. Uh, beat writer talking about how the team in record time exited the locker room whether that could be a concern I don't know I think maybe it's just you you flush it I think they go into this one and they're just a better football team Houston's offense has looked pretty awful Um, I think the Chargers take care of the ball they have a better they should have a better run defense over the course of the year with some of the guys they have in there I think they find a way to get a win but maybe not (laughs) cover
1: yeah I'm not sure about that either Uh, Cardinals at the Panthers Panthers are one half point favorites in this one I I don't know that I picked the Panthers all season long Dylan so I'm going to keep that trend going I'm picking the cardinals here um i i don't know I, I think they're the better team i just don't have a lot of confidence in the panthers and um yeah so I, i'm gonna make the chargers go cross country here and pick up a win i just think they'll find enough offensively to, to get the victory
0: here. I, I don't feel strongly about either side i think the cardinals aren't that great of a team but obviously yeah. pittsburgh's not as or uh, pittsburgh panthers aren't as well um they yeah they've i mean they went in there and beat the saints but that saints offense has looked as we mentioned so bad I just don't really trust the Panthers' offense to do, you know, take advantage of some of the gaps in Arizona's defense in the early going. Um, I think Kyler's just a bit better at this point, and they find a way to win. But it's uh, it's kind of a sneaky game. The last year the Panthers, it was I believe Kyler was out, but the Panthers did really demolish uh, Arizona in Arizona. So a little different matchup with these two teams here. I, I don't really feel great about it either way. I won't be surprised if either team wins, but I'll go with the Cardinals just a little bit better feeling about the quarterback at least. The Broncos
1: at the Raiders, uh, two-and-a-half-point favorites are the Raiders. They have dropped to 0-3 in a must-win situation here, and I think they do it. I guess the Broncos team, quite frankly, Dylan, I'm going to go ahead and label as what could be a top three most frustrating team to watch the entire season. They are just, at times you see the good, but at other times you just can be so frustrated mm-hmm. if you're not a Broncos fan. Um, I think you will see some of that frustration here against the Raiders team that knows they, they have to win this game to try to get their season on track here. So I'll go with the Raiders.
0: Yeah, if you're gonna go own a three in a year, it better be one where only two teams are undefeated through the first two <laughs> yes. weeks or three weeks. So they have time. It's gonna to be tough in the AFC as we've talked about, but a lot of teams still in flux. I still think Vegas has done some good things. Um, I don't think I want to pick them to make the playoffs at this point, but like you mentioned, they do need to probably win this game to do so. Denver, yes, their defense has looked pretty good, um, better than uh, maybe I even thought that. I thought they'd be on the the, kind of the fringe top 10 range. They've been fifth so far uh, in DVOA. Um, They're probably a better football team, but I still think it's going to take some time for the, the Broncos to realize what they can do as a whole collective team. So yeah, I'll go with the Raiders finding a way in a more desperate team at this point to win this one.
1: And then the Rams at the Niners. Uh, Niners one and a half point favorites. Uh, and this one should be another great game. I consider as one of our our games of the week. Probably, yeah. um yeah, just love the matchup here. And uh, I'll let Dylan talk about this one because we know there is uh, <laughs> some something at stake here for him in terms of the, this Rams forty Niners matchup. But I'm gonna. I usually pick the Rams. I feel like, but I'm gonna pick the Niners here. I, I think that. You know, yeah. Jimmy G under center, either in a home Monday night environment. I, I think I'm going to go with the Niners.
0: I think I picked the Niners at least two of the three matchups, including the NFC title game. Really happy that didn't go <laughs> the way I, I selected in, in that one. I think it'll be a lower scoring game. The Rams' offense still uh, a little bit. Uh, they're struggling a bit. They've had a lot of injuries to the offensive line. Something that they haven't dealt with for most of the Sean McVay era. Maybe a little bit in 2019 um, when they missed the playoffs. So that's a, that's a concern with that front for San Francisco. San Francisco, if they if they force turnovers, I think that's a big key to this game. Is the Rams you might not have to score a ton of points with how San Francisco's offense has looked. You know, with Trent Williams going to be out this week, the interior of that offensive line has already not been great. Uh, I, I just think the Rams have done a good job on that side, at least of of limiting uh, teams with the run. The, the, it's just not the same kind of defense that we've seen in past years, where Troy Reader just picked apart at linebacker, and now you have Bobby Wagner and Ernest Jones in there. I think just the matchup for the Rams a little bit has flipped in their favor. I'm going with the Rams, and I don't know if it's you know a slight upset. The ESPN power index has them as a 60% favorite so it's a coin flip game um and it's I usually don't trust the Rams in San Francisco as I or just against San Francisco in most factors but I think they've changed enough and overall as we as I've kind of talked about it just not overall super impressed with San Francisco's offense to the point where I'm gonna think they'll be even be able to put up enough points um against this team that's just if they the only difference is if Stafford has those picks, and San Francisco forces turnovers, gives Jimmy G short fields. Maybe that changes the equation, but I, I think this is just a different Rams team. It's structured a bit better to compete with San Francisco.
1: Should be a great game, and uh, there are our picks for Week 4 in the NFL. And, of course, they'll a lot of coverage over Clutch Points uh, to get everybody ready for the action so everybody knows we can find all that.
0: Yeah, in the Clutch Points app, you can follow all of these uh, Week 4 games uh, with our streams for all those games. You can also read all of our predictions, betting predictions, news, injury updates, everything uh, in the NFL section of Clutch Points app and the NFL section of ClutchPoints.com.
1: Check it out there. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, any podcast app that you use. Search for Establish the Bass. And thanks, as always, for listening to the podcast. And we'll talk to you next time here on the Establish the Bass Podcast.